This podcast was first broadcast on Mix 92.6. Go to mix926.com to find more Environment Matters podcasts. And if you enjoy what we do, to find out how you can support the station, which is run entirely by volunteers. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Environment Matters with me, Amanda Yorworth. Environment Matters is the show that brings you news on issues of sustainability and the environment from around Hertfordshire and from further afield. Now, we all know that saving energy is a great way to cut our carbon footprint and also to save ourselves lots of cash. Last week, we heard about the St Albans Home Energy Helpline that's offering advice to everyone about how to make their home more energy efficient. And to those on lower incomes, there's advice on grants and funding to help with the work needed. And I've since found out that Watford Council are also signed up to the Better Housing, Better Health Scheme so that Watford residents can also make use of the helpline. Check out the podcast page of Mix926.com if you missed that episode and do share with anyone who you think could particularly benefit. But often it's hard to know where the biggest heat loss problem spots are. Is it through the walls of our homes, window frames, under the skirting boards, perhaps the loft hatch? How can you find out where you should be focusing your efforts and once you've done those improvements, whether those efforts have been effective? That's where a thermal imaging camera can help. And Sustainable St Albans have two such cameras available for hire. To find out more, I spoke to Sustainable St Albans trustee, Leslie Flowers. Leslie, thank you ever so much for taking the time to talk to me today. So just to kick off, can you just explain to us exactly what a thermal imaging camera is? You know, what what does it look like in your hands? How do you use it? And, And what exactly do you get to see? Thank you, Amanda. The thermal imaging camera looks a little bit like the devices you see the traffic wardens going around with. And you see an image on the screen in the same way as you would on any normal camera. And you can use the camera in very much a similar way. You hold it, walk around, point at things. It's an infrared camera. So the images you see are thermal images. So they will range from yellow generally being the hottest image on the screen through to blue being the coldest. So you'll generally be able to walk around your house. And if you were to point at a window, if it was a single glazed window, for example, you might see the window being blue and then the the surrounds of it being much warmer. And then if you were to go to a double glazed window, you would hopefully see similar colours for the walls and the windows. But you might see if, for example, the windows weren't sealed perfectly with the walls, you might see a sort of blue line where it's cold. So basically, not a heavy device. You can walk around, use it fairly easily. You can have the images on the screen. You can scroll through them on the screen. You can, once you've finished, you can download them all onto your computer so that you can keep them and compare them if you borrow the camera again after you've perhaps done some work or you borrow it again next year or whatever. Okay, so effectively, as you say, it's looking at infrared, so it's actually just showing you heat. So you can see the blue bits are the cold bits, and those are the bits that... uh, well, I was going to say, those are the bits where you'll want to focus on if you're inside your house. But of course, you can use it outside your house as well, can't you, to see where the heat is escaping from it too. Yes. Most of the time, people use it inside the house, generally because you do it when it's really cold, much more comfortable, and you might want to spend quite a bit of time. And there are some things you can only do on the inside. 
But from the outside, one thing you can particularly do is look at your doors and windows, see where there's lots of heat escaping from them. You can also look at your radiators. So if you see a warm patch on your wall, you might find that that is actually where the radiator is on the inside. And that would indicate to you that as well as heating your house, you're heating the wall and the outside world. And what you could do in that situation is look at putting some radiator foil behind your radiator so that you reflect more of that heat back into the house. Or you've got curtains over the radiator to make sure the curtains go behind it. Again, so that you're keeping all the heat that you have got in the house. Okay, so super helpful. You don't have to go around trying to feel where the heat is escaping from your house. You can actually see it. So let's just think about some of those examples. Now, that's absolutely fascinating about the heat of the radiator actually coming through the wall. Who even knew that that would happen? And such an easy and cheap way to solve it as well. How about for checking your loft insulation? How would you do that and what might you be looking for? If you take the camera and point it at the ceiling on the top floor, so from the upstairs rooms, you could first perhaps look at your loft hatches, because that's an area that's often not well insulated, to see whether the loft hatch is a darker colour than the rest of the roof. You could also see whether there is heat coming around the edge of the loft hatches. And if there are, you can get kind of pillow type arrangements you can put on top of insulation to go just on top of the loft hatch if that's the only bit that's a problem. You can then move around. And if you're looking up at the ceiling, you might have seen some images where there's been perfectly insulated loft hatches. But next to them, there's been just um, as if it's one board that's been missed from insulation. So if you look up at the ceiling generally, you'll see where has been insulated and where hasn't been insulated. And you might spot parts that don't look as if they've been insulated, which you want to investigate. I mean, there might be a good reason for it. It might be your hot water tank. And you would obviously not want to keep that in the cold. Okay. As you say, actually, again, the solutions there, nice and cheap, nice and easy. Just a a little bit of extra loft insulation popped wherever those cold patches are. So let's go down to the bottom of your house now and talk about floors because you know I know I'm sitting here in my front room now and the cold that comes from the floor in this room is absolutely horrible Uh, and it surprises you doesn't it you don't think of the floor as being somewhere that heat escapes or cold gets into so tell us how the thermal imaging camera can help us with with floors if you've got a house that's got floorboards particularly if you've got a very old house that's got floorboards that are laid directly on the beams so that if you go down between the floorboards you're you're on the ground if you look at the camera with those you will be able to see the blue gaps in between every floorboard what you can do with that is you can put gap filler through the floorboards and that will fill the immediate gaps obviously If it's very cold and you haven't got insulation, then the best thing to do is to take it up and put insulation underneath it. In terms of looking at floors generally, then obviously the more insulation you've got underneath them, the better. If taking floors up is problematic, the more rugs you put on top of it is obviously better. It's worth looking at the edges of the floors where they connect with the walls. Because it may be that you've got a howling gale coming through the skirting boards at the edge. You do have to be wary to ensure that you maintain ventilation. So it can be very tempting to plug up all those um, deliberate grills that are in the floor. And obviously, that's not something you, you can do if you've got gas in the room. So be wary of that. 
Now, you, you talked about the skirting boards and often problems are at the edges of things, aren't they? Should we just talk a little bit about windows and blinds and curtains and, and how the thermal imaging camera can help us spot problem areas there? So if you use the camera to, um, to look at your windows, you have to look slightly obliquely, otherwise you get a reflected image of yourself and, and, and your heat. But you look at it and, and you'll be able to see whether there are much colder areas around your windows. So there are a couple of things to look at. Firstly, it's the glass in the frame. Now, if you've got double glazed units, generally the glass will be sealed very well into the frame. But there's also how the frame fits into the wall. So I know I've looked at houses where the double glazing is generally great and the wooden bits around the double glazing are great. But then you've got the um, windowsill. And if you put your hand under the windowsill, there's actually a hole going up behind it because it's not all been sealed up properly. Anything underneath the windowsills is a very easy sealing job. Around the windows, you can buy various sealing tapes that you can put. And similarly, doors and patio doors in particular, you can find that the doors don't fit properly anymore. And this can happen even with, well, with, with any age of house things expand and shrink and they don't all come back properly. So then you can look and see where it is and you can buy draft excluder that you can just put around the edge of the door. So it, it's really a case of going around and working out which are the worst ones, which are the worst gaps that are causing you the most problems. And a couple of other things with doors, letterboxes can have huge drafts in them. What's actually very effective is just to get a super-sized large one and put it on the inside of your of the letterbox, just covering over everything. So even if it's like two or three inches bigger than the whole box, that way you've, you've got the air in the middle. The postman doesn't get their fingers trapped with all the posts going through, but it just forms an extra area of air. That sounds like a, a great tip. And as a former paper girl, I very much appreciate your consideration for the postman or anybody posting things through the yep. letterbox. There. I've done that job too. <laughs> yes, indeed. We all know those wicked, wicked postboxes, don't we? So just one area that's perhaps people wouldn't necessarily think so much about. And that's thinking about hot water, how it can have the thermal imaging camera can help us with hot water tanks and make sure that precious heat isn't leaking out of there. And also perhaps hot water leaks as well. Yes, we've we've had quite a few people borrow the camera in the summer, actually, to look for hot water leaks. (laughs) If you point the camera at the floor, you will see where your hot water pipes go. So if you have got, uh, you're unfortunate and you've got a leak under a concrete floor, it can be really difficult or even under a a large um, laminate floor, it can be really difficult to know where the leak is. So we've had people borrow it in order to then sort of look and you'll see a line of hot water either end and then you'll see a big splodge where the leak is. You can use it to go and work out where your water pipes go around the house and you'll then be able to see whether they are insulated or not. A lot of people will have their water pipes in the airing cupboard, but then they'll go other places too. And in the airing cupboard, you might decide, well, actually, I quite like my airing cupboard being warm. But in other places, just by insulating the pipes, you will retain more water heat. And if you follow it round to the radiators on the inside, if you see that your radiator's got a, a big dark area, then that might be an area where your radiator's been silted up. So that may need flushing out. Or if you see a dark area at the top, um, it might be because your radiator needs bleeding. So there's just air in there. 
Okay, some great tips there. Most of them are things that we can actually do something about really quite cheaply and easily, but potentially could have quite a big effect on keeping our house warm and efficient. So can you tell us how we go about hiring the thermal imaging camera? Uh, Yes. So we have two cameras, one that's largely based in Harpenden and one that's largely based in St Albans. And we run usually two information sessions every month for each camera. If you go onto the Sustainable St Albans website, the information sessions are there. They're very short, informal, up to an hour, where we do a short Zoom presentation with the people that are looking to borrow the camera and talk about exactly how to use the camera, exactly what people would like to get from the camera and how to use it and how to borrow it. Once you've been on an information session, then you'll be sent a link to book to borrow the camera and generally you borrow it for a day. We've got a team of volunteers in Harpenden, another team in St Albans. So you'll borrow it from either one or the other and then borrow it one day, take it back the next day. We ask for a security deposit, either cheque or an online car payment. And then you get that back once you've returned to the camera. And when you have the camera, then we will also provide on the website links to resources to help you if there are changes that you want to make as a result of using the camera. So there are sessions coming up this week, next week, three or four more in November, four more in December. Brilliant. Well, that's really good. And as you say, the resources on your website are also worth looking at too. Just whilst you were there talking about money, would you like to give a shout out to the funders of the thermal imaging cameras? Yes, we're very grateful to Hertfordshire County Councillors for the funding for the cameras. Our first camera was bought with funding from Theresa Heritage and second one with funding from Jeff Churchard, Robert Prowse and Sandy Walkington. So they've been well used. Brilliant. Well, that's good to hear. And can you just tell us, Leslie, are the thermal imaging cameras proving popular at the moment? They are very popular at the moment. So please do book quickly. We keep adding more sessions on and we will be running it all the way through the winter. And the other thing to say is if you'd like to meet the camera team, then three of us will be at the Harpenden Sustainability Market on 20th of November and we'll have a camera there and you can come along and have a chat and talk about the camera. And we'll also have copies of a pamphlet that's been written by Judith Leary-Joyce, which is all about ways of staying warm for less. Brilliant. Leslie, thank you very much indeed for that. Thank you, Amanda. Pleasure. I was talking there to Sustainable St Albans trustee, Leslie Flowers. You'll remember that Judith Leary-Joyce, who's written the booklet that Leslie and the team will be giving away at their stall, joined me on Environment Matters a few weeks ago to talk about the excellent book that she's written, The Beginner's Guide to Eco-Renovation. You'll find the podcast of that show on the podcast page of Mix926.com. And both the book and her quick energy hacks pamphlet are packed with friendly, useful advice, which I can't recommend more highly. They're really readable and helpful. I'll put the link to the relevant page of the Sustainable St Albans website into the notes that accompany the podcast of this show, and you'll find the link to the hacks leaflet and also lots of other useful information, including how to book the thermal imaging camera right there. Now, I've looked to see if thermal imaging cameras are available for hire elsewhere in Hertfordshire, and I can't see them anywhere. Leslie did tell me that they do get inquiries from all around the country about setting up similar schemes, and it would be great to see people in all parts of Hertfordshire being able to benefit.
For the councillors who Leslie mentioned who'd paid for the cameras, I really can't think that there's anything they could spend money on which would be able to impact people and the planet over so many years. Now, is there anything in the offing near you, perhaps? You can get in touch via email. I'm on amanda.yourworth at mix926.com or look for Environment Matters on Mix92.6 on Twitter and Facebook. So I've just got time to give you a reminder about the Harpenden Sustainability Market that Leslie mentioned that the thermal imaging camera will be at. It's on Sunday the 20th of November on Harpenden Common between 10 and 3. And as well as the thermal imaging camera stall, you'll find a range of eco-providers, sustainable food stalls, interiors, fashion, repair and reuse and, and lots more. So do go along and chat to the vendors, the traders and the community organisers organisations you know there's a range of products and food pantry staples and lots of ideas and activities to inspire you so well worth going along to that's the 20th of November on Harpenden Common. I'm going to be back at the same time next week until then thank you for listening.